Hello and welcome to Fae Finders, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast navigating listeners into the vague and supernatural. My name is Sam and I will be your dungeon master for this spooktacular Halloween special. And playing with me today is the Marvelous Max. Hello! The amazing Ashley Elizabeth. It is I! The creative Kai. Well, hey there. The jubilant Jupiter. Hello. And last but not least, the radiant Wren. Hello, hello. Now let us venture forth into this spectacular operatic experience. Welcome, great folks, to the opulent Opera House. You have won tickets to see the new masterpiece by the prestigious composer Rothbart Baines. You make your way into the theater. (laughs) The building is a deep gray sandstone with gigantic oak double doors adorned with gold. And the theater mask symbols, the happy mask on the right, and the slightly larger sad mask on the left separate the doors. You enter the foyer and mark the tall ceilings with the large hanging iron chandelier scattered with dimly lit candles cast just enough light to see the expansive room. The walls are papered with deep maroon velvet and the floor gray sandstone with a royal embroidered purple velvet carpet with gold thread. Upon closer inspection, you can see the same theater masks on the door are the patterns uh, embroidered into the carpet that leads into the entrance. As you go into the theater, you see that there is a solitary figure standing there, a human-looking person who is wearing a black vest, black pants, a white shirt, and a black bow tie. Oh my god, like, hello! By the way, do we know each other, or is this, like, crazy new meeting? (laughs) This is an absolutely serendipitous win that you have all been privileged enough to obtain. Um, You also notice this seeming usher kind of person. um, You notice that there is a brooch on the right breast of this person's vest and you see just the sad theater mask. They have piercing eyes that are so vibrant and look like a cloudless sky on a summer day slightly gray skin with short chestnut hair and they greet you hello how are you all doing today my name is sebastian i will be your usher for this evening we're all doing great yeah so good yeah it's wonderful i'm doing absolutely wonderful thanks for asking darbo say how you feel i feel quite good um it feels good knowing that uh, i am your plus one so better than you by one so a good night for for me i would love to know all of your names and what you all like to present as so let's start with ashley who are you oh my god hi my name is decry it's spelled d-e-k-r-a-i um you see this like <laughs> this like ridiculously tall high elf 
very pointy ears, very long black uh, raven hair that goes down to like his booty, um, very straight, and he's wearing like tight black and uh, blue leather um, with just so many crow feathers on like the shoulders and the hips and some really tall booties, um, tall knee-high booties. Um, and he's just like, he's like a string bean. Like he's so skinny. Um, it looks like the wind could knock him over. Um, but he's just super tall, super flamboyant. Um, and that's Decry. Such a pleasure to make your acquaintance. And you, gesturing to Jupiter? Um, hello, I am Kotara. Um, you see, um, uh, half-elf, um, wearing, like, loose-fitting dark clothing, knee-high leather boots, um, wearing, like, a, a coat that's, like, very flowing that looks like she could just kind of, like, wrap up in it and almost disappear, um, a short, wavy, uh, silver hair with, um, her forehead covered by, um, a blunt fringe, um, and she's got just very bright blue eyes, and she's just kind of looking around very curiously around, um, the entrance where we're at. Many greetings and salutations to you. And you, Max? Um, alright, Darbo, uh, he is, he's a powerful, powerful dwarf. Um, he, he's stout, but, you know, he's, he's fairly, fairly wide, not too built. He wears a, a, a skin-tight leather suit. Uh, well, skin tight, except for the the various paddings he has all over his um, his shoulders and, and whatnot. Um, he has a deep V though, uh, and a bunch of jewelry just ordained in it. Um, and his his black leather is also uh, quite a few spikes, like a, a motorcycle jacket would have. Um, bright red boots, four inch heels, um, and and brightly dyed red hair. Although it's starting to fade. Uh, the dwarf himself is is quite pale, um, kind of noticeably so, and and he's wearing quite a bit of, of foundation, um, and in some places it almost looks like he might be like peeling a little bit, so to speak. I don't know how else to describe it, um, but uh, but yeah, I think that's. Oh, and he's he's got a, a very long braided red beard as well, and uh, some some star shaped sunglasses that cover up. A pair of pale eyes. It's so nice to have you here, Darbo Mark Three, and now yourself, Kai. Well, uh, so my name is Nolid. Hi, I'm offended that you all don't know me, but that's fine. You'll get to know me soon. And they just start going on and on and on about how they're the greatest cleric in all of the area. Um, but before you, you see a uh, emerald green dragonborn uh, standing roughly about six feet and um, they're kind of they've got broad shoulders but the rest of them is slimly built uh, they wear a typical knight's uniform of uh, chain mail with a little bit of armor like pauldrons and a chest plate and uh, they have just uh, brown pants with um, high boots uh, and they look at all of you with uh, these piercing gold eyes that you can tell that they're they're silently judging you. It's absolutely a delight to make your acquaintance. And last but certainly not least, yourself, Ren. 
Well, hi there. My name's Tempest, and it's absolutely a pleasure to meet you all. Uh, you see uh, a relatively tall, uh, androgynous figure um, with uh, cutesy little uh, pink bat ears um, and baby pink hair that flows into a really long braid. Um, but the most uh, outstanding part of them is their jester suit that is uh, oranges and blues, a bunch of bells and a cute little bouncy hat, and it just looks like it's made of money. Just all of the little jewelry and rings and everything. <laughs> and of course, the knee-high boots. Such an absolute pleasure. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the opulent theater. I hope you're all prepared for a magnificent night of culture and refinement. Sebastian kind of does this little flourish as he speaks with his hands. Now, remember, Darbo, you need to make sure you take notes for me, I'm right? I'm mental notes. My brain well, is polished like a steel blade. Yes, but my my daddies are making sure that like you are helping me be super evil, right? So we need to take notes. I provide the aura and the the energy for conducting success and victory and, and making great achievements. I think that is, you know, well alone worth my my partnership, would you say? You are not a partner, you are an employee. I'm a plus one, so bet to better. You are frustrating sometimes. You Let's said I'm your plus friends. one. You didn't have to say it that way, but you did. But like you work for me. You are a little gift from my daddies. <laughs> yes, but you know, the climb of the corporate ladder is not uh, not too long for Darbo. I don't think you understand how this company works, but we shall keep going. It's so nice to meet all of you. Likewise. Absolutely wonderful. Oh, the pleasure is all yours. <laughs> it is not, but you are silly little dragon lady. Sebastian! Yes? Take us to our seats. It would be my absolute honor and pleasure to be able to escort you to your private box. Oh, come, come. And he starts to gesture and takes you over to the right side of the foyer. And you guys start to all ascend the staircase and are brought up to the right wing box. The seats are independently chaired and are there are plump cushions, the same purple as the carpet. The railing is made of gold and your view of the stage is impeccable. You see a few other patrons all scattered throughout the audience below. And Sebastian tells you, these seats would have cost thousands of gold dollars. So lucky you won. And he has like a really um, like grand tilted grin on his face. He's just looks so like... Uh, enthusiastic about you guys being here. Yeah, I mean, it's only natural that someone like me would win something like this. Absolutely. Can I retrieve you any refreshments before the show starts? Curtain will be up in three minutes. Great. Um, I'll take, uh, you know, coffee if you have it. That'd be great. Black. Yes, absolutely. I will get that for you. Anyone else want anything? I want something a little bubbly. Ooh, we have a wonderful Prosecco. Do you have like Italian sodas? Oh, yes, we have that as well. 
I'll take strawberry. Oh, I was going to offer you a lemon, but strawberry will will do just fine. Can uh, I have a bottle of uh, Cabernet Sauvignon? Of course, of course. Would you like a glass? Did you plan to drink from the bottle? Um, I'll take a glass. Ah, uh, very well, good sir. I'll have a coffee as well. Any uh, thing to have inside of it? Sugar or perhaps some molasses? I've heard that's very good. Or some people prefer butter. Hmm. Butter sounds interesting. I'll try that. Ah, very good choice. Very good choice. Darby looks offended. So is Decay. <laughs> you put the whole stick of butter in the coffee? <laughs> just a cube, just a cube. A cube of butter? <laughs> Where do you buy a cube of butter? No, we make it and we cut out just a cube. You make the butter? <laughs> yes, we have churners in the basement, of course. Any grand opulent theater has churners in the basement. Where have you been? Do you, keep the cows, do you keep the cows in the basement too, then? No, no, of course not. We have our own private pasture. Ooh, pasteurized milkies. <laughs> milkies? Oh my god. I'm loving all this talk of butter and coffee. It sounds like a really good combo. But can I just get some apple juice? I don't really want anything fancy. Yes, of course. We'll have it from our grand opulent orchard. They've been delivered every morning. I'll squeeze some fresh by hand. Um, you see Sebastian give very curt nods to all of you, flashing a very wide, toothy grin, his eyes sparkling as he looks at each of you individually, and he gives a little bow. With a flourish, he closes the red velvet curtain to your private box and walks briskly away to retrieve your refreshments. He's certainly an interesting one. Mm. So what do you all do? Oh my goodness, I am so glad you're not you. I asked. I, my name is Decry. I am going to be the best super evil villain in the whole world. And uh, I am his representative. Um, you're my henchman. He said, he said, they said that I represent them. That was your words. You said when we go places, you represent me. And so I am your representative. And that is how I'd like to be referred to. But you are paid as henchmen. That is your yes, passcode. Yes, but I represent you. Therefore, I am a representative. What? I represent you in matters of business and adventure. It, that is what Darbo wants to say. Then okay, but for your clarification, he is henchman. All right, I'll believe you. Can I? Can we really quickly? I. Don't think I, because I definitely forgot to say my pronouns, and I definitely forgot to jot down other people's characters' pronouns. For sure. Darbo is he, they, and I am he, him. Ashley is she, her. Um, Decry is he, him. I am they, them, and uh, so is Nolad. I am she, her, and so is Kosara. I am they, them, but Tempest is our androgynous king. Any pronouns that you want to use are good. And I use she/they pronouns. What do other people do? I, I mean, I'm, I'm a cleric. I heal people, for a price, you know. Oh, that sounds fun. Well, yeah. If you got the money to pay, it's a great time. Oh, I thought you meant like taking their souls. Okay, okay, I get that. <laughs> well, I mean, I, fun, I accept that as payment if that's all you got. But gold is a, a little bit system. more. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Gold is a little bit more preferred because I can actually do something with that. Souls, I just collect on the shelf and they just kind of sit there and keep me company. 
Well, they float, right? They don't sit. They, like, float there. If I make them sit, they do. I don't sit when anyone asks me to. I can tell. Even at the dinner table, and it's really annoying. You're tall. <laughs> Conversations are weird. What about you, Kasara? What do you do? Well, I mean, if we're just going out and talking about our evil doings, uh, you know, a little bit of this and that, a little thievery, a little killing, whatever I'm paid for. Ooh! Do you have business card? I don't. But when you need me, I'll be there. Ooh, do I just go, Kasara, Kasara, Kasara? <laughs> yes, it's like a bird call. Three wow. times. Three times Kassara, in front of a mirror. <laughs> yeah, in front of a mirror, and I will simply appear behind you. And what about you, silly little one? Well, as you can see by my, like, fabulous outfit, I'm a court jester. And actually, I'm a court jester for my wife. She's, like, a really pretty queen. Like, I love her so much. We stay on. But before that, I worked at my dad's empire, because he's he watches over vampires, and they're just... They're children, really. Do you wear the hat with the bells? Yeah. And she she just shakes her head and it uh, jingles. Darbo noticing that for the first time the bell is just like filled with glee. Like a child's happiness. Aww. That's so cute. And suddenly at that, you hear the chime of a silver bell ring three times throughout the theater. Everyone has taken their seats and is hushed to prepare for the impending uh, yeah, impending performance. The lights start to go down. The curtain begins to rise slowly. You see a slight fog coming out from behind the curtain. The orchestra begins to play a haunting symphony of violins, pianos, and flutes. But before the curtain is halfway up, you are plunged into darkness. The floor has come out from beneath you, and you are descending down into a dark black pit, sliding down into the depths of this theater. Whoa! Hey, where the heck did those drinks go? I thought we were supposed to get those. <laughs> I would have You're loved saying. to have it. Dario was kind of loving the thrill. <laughs> Look, I'm tired, and I was expecting that coffee to boost me here. <laughs> <laughs> Pours in from the ceiling. <laughs> you exit into a room with a solo half-burned candle in a brass holder resting on a small ashwood table as your only source of light. Once you are all down the slide and in the room, the hole in the wall closes behind you, blocking your way from escaping back up the slide to the theater. The room is made of gray brick, and it feels as though you are in a room that was built into an ancient castle, almost as if it's a dungeon kind of feel. There's nothing in the room save for the candle and the table. Well, this isn't certainly how I didn't see my night going. I mean, it's still fun at least. We gotta do a little escape room. I don't know about fun. I'm still missing that coffee. And the performance. And, and Darbo looks at Decry. You said there'd be a performance and there'd be wine. And now where are we? I was really looking forward to the coffee with the butter. I don't understand why you're asking me, but take note. This is spooky. 
Is this the kind of super villain thing? Not like. I kind of feel it. Okay, but not on not on me. I don't like I don't like this. I, ooh, I feel like I should have ordered an iced coffee. I don't think we're getting our drinks. His hand just tilts. <laughs> can I uh? Can I can I look around the room and see if there's like any uh, kind of uh, hidden switches, like in the bricks of the wall or like the boards on the floor? Yeah. Do you have dark vision? Uh, that's a good question. Do dragon boards have dark vision? Oh no! I, nope. nope, they don't. Okay. Are you nope. taking the candle with you? Uh, assuming that I do not have dark vision, then yes. <laughs> okay. Um, then I would love for you to roll me an investigation check. Or I thought oh, you were going to say an okay. initiative. Uh, <laughs> no, but never mind. Wait. That's that's fine. I will. Uh, I won't find anything. This, this candlelight sucks. What that's a four. Get? Oh yeah, you're just kind of looking around the room, like, oh yeah, we're just in a a very dark, gray brick room. Uh, that's a ceiling. That's the floor. Oh, the the table's still there. It's definitely definitely a table. Yep, good uh, solid table. Darbo noticing this this struggle kind of chimes in. He's like, "So wait, you're dragon, but you can't see with the night." Uh, give me a moment, and he does press digitation to expand the flame, uh, and make it make it bigger. You can do that with press digitation, right? Uh, I'm gonna say sure you can because it's such a small thing um, and there's no worries about it. Um, so you expand the light, the beautiful orange glow of the candle illuminates even grander and you can see the room in its full capacity. It is about a 20 foot square room made of the gray brick and on the walls you see written in sunshine yellow paint the words it was all just a dream. I don't have dreams. Aww. I eat people's dreams. Ooh, delicious. What does They're that really taste tasty. like? How do you eat a um, dream? Well, some of them taste like colors, and then what does the if color they're taste having like? food dreams... I know what orange like tastes like, but I don't know the other colors. And orange is a fruit. Berry. Well, that's, a, that's the berry of the blue, but it's not the blue. Mm. It's not an orange berry, it's, it's just the thing. It's just the orange. Tempest is just looking at your guys' interactions with <laughs> amazement and confusion. Um, can I take a look at the table and see if there's anything weird or interesting about it? Absolutely. Roll an investigation. It's a 10. <laughs> it's just, you, it's a table. It's made of wood. For sure. Like a dark colored wood. It's quite nice. You like it. It looks sturdy enough to sit on if you wish. I, um... Can... Hmm? Oh, you go ahead, henchman. <laughs> I will use some of the ancient wisdom bestowed to me by the dwarves of old and investigate this stone. Um, and I investigate this stone. Really, I'm just trying to see if, like, was this whole area built at once, like a long time ago, or, like, renovations that look more recent? For sure. Um, so you want, yeah, investigate the stone for sure. Yeah. Um, 
I I do have my dice. They were across the room from me. Um, I think it's... I'm going to actually check how stone cutting works. I believe it's like an advantage on history check, but I don't know for sure. Oh, yeah. If you... Oh, okay. So specifically, you're not... Like, you're, you're wanting to check, like, a history, like, like, when does this stone look like it would have been used in, like, what era, that kind of thing? Yeah, specifically stone cutting. Whenever you'd make an intelligence check related to the origin of stonework, mm. uh, you're considered proficient in the history skill and double your proficiency bonus. Um, sure, go for it. So that would be... Throw my dice. Would be a six plus... One plus six. So that'd be 13. Yeah, it looks really old. Like, this looks like ancient, like, like, thousand years old. All right, and like, even the shoots themselves look like they were built a long time ago. Well, you can't see the shoot anymore. Oh, because the door is, gotcha, okay. Yeah, 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 it's completely closed off. The room that you're in looks like it's ancient. Um... And they're, like, when you guys exited the slide, like, the wall closed off. So, like, you can't, like, it's just a solid room. Gotcha. And does it look like anyone else has, like, slid along the ground like we did? Or is it, like, the, we're the first ones to do that in the wild? It doesn't look dusty. It looks like it's been kept quite clean in here. Okay. Um, the only thing that's really kind of, like out of place so to speak is the yellow painted writing um, and the yellow painted writing does look fresher not like still can wet like painted that day but it looks like it's new can relatively I can I go up to the paint yes. and can I see what kind of paint is it like a, a plastic base or is it mineral um, you know, I want to, you know, take notes on, like, what is everything here and kind of look into the paint. Okay. Uh, it definitely doesn't have lead in it. And that's all I got for paint. Hold on. Let, I, um, I can make something up. Um, it, mm, I got it. It looks like it was made from crushed uh, flower petals and berries mm. and a beautiful grapeseed oil. That is not accurate, Sam, but we will let it go. I don't know what paint is made out of. I Darwin can't licks help the you. wall and licks his lips. <laughs> sounds tasty, bro. These taste like an olive garden. <laughs> I, I literally have no, no conception of what the composition of paint is, so that's what you get. That is fine. It can be like a makeup product. Everything is fine. I lick the wall. <laughs> mm. Don't lick where I lick. I don't want to taste your lick. I I wouldn't, I wouldn't lick that. That might not be a good idea. It's blueberry. It tastes like a dandelion. Actually, do you want to know what it tastes like? Yeah, tell me what it tastes like. Okay, it tastes... It tastes like a yellow daffodil. <gasps> no, sorry, it's not dandelion. It's a yellow daffodil. Guys, do you really know what's been all over those walls? I would not. Um. Is it oh still God. legible now that we've licked off of it? Because I you, think we forgot to read it. You did no, we read, read it. it. Okay. I told you what it said. Uh, and and you can, it's super smudged. It's all like, 
like a f blob now. But Mr. Bob had to jump. He can't reach it on his own, so he keeps jumping up and down. <laughs> you okay? So like the W is like two <laughs> two V's now, or some something like that. Duplity. The D just looks like a half moon now. Um, but the words on the wall, which you can remember because it happened two seconds ago, was uh, it was all just a dream. The real horror, food poisoning. Or I guess you just catch got sick. The Roll a constitution was. saving throw. Yeah. yeah, you guys are all poisoned now. Goodbye. Uh, no, uh, I got a you 17. Oh, that didn't matter. It's not. Okay, well, he's, con he's well constituted. <laughs> he's very confident he's not poisoned. So maybe if we all, like, go to sleep. Yeah, let's have just, like, a little, like, short rest or something. Maybe. <gasps> wait. What if the performance, because there was no performance, what if we need to put on a performance? And then if we do that, we leave. <gasps> a box step. Does everyone know how to do a box step? I will be at the front because I have the most dance experience. I can put on like a little show because I got, I got like a little loot and stuff, like, because I'm a bard. So we can I'm get gonna, music. you guys want to ask for a lifeline? <laughs> um, well, like, Darbo's going to do a little dance. He's going to get warmed up. Roll a performance. All right. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, God. This is no joke. A 19 plus 11. Jesus. <laughs> Jeez. He's really good at performing. You and did lying. a 30. splendid performance. Everyone is compelled to clap for you because it was just such a stunning, beautiful rendition of the box step. <laughs> Darbo's loving it. Wow, look at that booty go. Look at me move my <laughs> hips the way you know I do. Wow. My daddies really know how to get dancers. Kozara's <laughs> just gonna like shake her head and then and then go take a look at the wall with the writing on it and see if there's anything weird about that wall in particular. Okay. Yeah, you can roll a um you can roll an investigation. Turbo screams to the ceiling, like, I hope you like this. <laughs> Man, my dice do not like me tonight. That's going to be a seven. I'm just going to rotate through all my dice until I find one that likes me. <laughs> you know what? You find on that wall, you find gray bricks. Whoa. Oh my God. And you Have you guys see seen these bricks? The half-licked-off message that says it was all just a dream. You found so much information. Who did this? It's a gray brick. Guys, I've room. got it. There's gray bricks, and it was all just a dream. Maybe the door will open now. Who wants to have slumber party? I would love to have a slumber party. Darbo, I need you to be my pillow. I don't want that. But I also respect the corporate ladder and the climb that it requires. <laughs> I would like someone to roll a perception check. For I me. can do it. I have a plus nine. Do you want me to do it? Well, I'm not. I may not be a bard, but I can still be useful. <laughs> I have a plus five. I got twenty-three. Nolad was like done with you guys bickering about who was gonna like. I yeah. wanna look. Oh yeah. So, just like so this Nolad is just this like, is over. This is done. Just no. like perceives the room, um, and you notice that the candle has not melted even a single drip since you guys oh, entered this room. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> 
convey that to the rest of us? Uh, I'm, I'm still holding it, so I'm just gonna be like, hey guys, um, should it, doesn't Max wax melt? Yeah. I'm going to, on my little tippy toes, do a little, like, <laughs> little tippy toe over. I love oh, your realization, God. Ashley. And I'm you were going just like... to put my hands up in a ballet form and put my leg up, and I'm gonna blow the candle out. <laughs> that was okay, very I... dramatic. I love it. You blow the candle out and notice that the orange light is replaced with a lavender glowing ball that bounces around you. You are blinded for a moment, and then you turn around and are transported. You find yourselves in a lush, large forest. The air feels warm with summer, despite it being the dead hours of night. The stars glow bright overhead, illuminating the woods. You, f you can see little oil lamps on the forest floor, leading deeper into a great circle clearing. Um, separated into four uh, sections, like a pie chart. The floor is slowly rotating. In one section, you can see that there are four people, two men and two women, looking quite human, all fighting and bickering, though you can't hear them despite it looking uh, as though they are yelling at each other. In another corner, sitting in a garden of silver flowers, you see a beautiful fairy with an ivy crown, petting a small donkey and drinking wine. In the third corner, you can see three players practicing a show. They all look like they're giving very dramatic line reads, and they are all dressed in very poorly made costumes. One man has on a shabby pink dress, and a woman... Uh, has on a very oversized brown leather vest and the other individual is in a black unitard holding up a plywood cutout of a moon to his face in the fourth corner you can see standing in a garden of yellow flowers you see a large muscular fairy king with a crown of horns he looks angrily at his shorter fairy a companion sitting cross-legged in front of him. The smaller fairy is trying to hide a smile and looks very mischievous. I, t I say we talk to the one with the crown. They seem like they're in charge. I say we talk to the one with the wine because I didn't get my wine earlier. And I think that um, that, that would be fair to me. Hearing no objections, Darbo starts waddling over the wine. Okay, so you walk into... Um, so you kind of like wait a little minute um, for the the platform to rotate um, so that you can access the uh, the fairy queen with the ivy crown um, and her little donkey that she's petting um, and you walk in and she's just kind of singing to this little donkey um, this nice little tune like the sea of stars is shining bright, the wine is delicious, and you're so handsome, Bottom. And she's just sipping her wine. I am handsome, but my name is Darbo. Hello, oh. I'm Darbo. Um, How are you? You say the wine is delicious, can I have some? I asked for some earlier, and the butler did not give it to me. I don't know who you are, but I shall call I'm my Darbo? fairy attendants to extract you from my woods! 
And she huddles the donkey a little bit closer. I was in an opera, and then I fell in a, in a slide, like a, a, sh a tube, a chute. And I <laughs> then I had a lantern or a little candle thing, and I we, we turned it off, and now we're here. And I, I'm quite frankly, I would like some wine, because it's been a long couple of minutes. Darbo? Yeah? Are you... You're not a human. I am a dwarf. Are you a part of my kingdom? I am a part of no kingdom. <gasps> well, if you pledge your loyalty to me, the very grand Queen Titania, the ruler of all of the magic forest by Athens, I will give you some of my wine. Sure. Yeah, that sounds great. Hey, hey, I walk into the scene. I walk into the scene. <laughs> He's already okay. sipping the wine. He has already started <laughs> sipping it. Yeah, she calls Peace Blossom Mustard Seed Moth. Retrieve a glass of wine for this dashing young dwarf. Hey, hey. Another hey. one? Yeah, okay, thank hey. you. Hey, Yeah. excuse me. Yeah? Not, yes, you, but also you. Yes. Um, This is my henchman. You can't just, like, steal him. Well, it was a trade. There was wine involved, I remember. <laughs> Do you I understand how nothing. What? You see nothing? I steal nothing. This young chap has offered himself to me freely, and now he is my slave. There was not free. There's wine involved, I recall. Fair enough. It was a very equivalent exchange. Your eternal soul of servitude for a glass of wine. Well, there's more wine, right? You said you called them in for more, so at least two, probably more. Well, maybe two glasses. But you shall be eternally in my servitude now for so a very eternal, delicious pair of wine. For life. Life Miss, for wine. Miss Titania, Miss Titania, hi. Um, we have a contract, and it's binding. It was notarized. Was it? It was, yeah. Uh, well, you're in my fairy queendom right now, so I think it's null and void. Is it's your kingdom? It's not. Is it just the, this quarter of the pie, or is it the whole pie? <laughs> what are you talking about? The the pie that we're on. There's four of four of them. I I don't know what you're talking about. There is only woods from tither and hither. When I when I point in this direction, I just point in a random direction. Uh, and I put no, I'm pointing towards like another scene, like dead on at someone. What do you see? There is simply only forest in my queendom. This is my private chambers that you have j entered for some uh, unapparent reason. Hey, um, hey, uh, Kai, what's your character's name? Hey! Nolid. Nolid, Nolid! Yeah, what's up? <laughs> what, you say you charge for healing, right? Yeah. What if I hurt her ankle? Or what if she f accidentally fell? You will not hurt my queen, the one who offers me wine. <laughs> I, I mean, it would depend on what kind of spell you wanted. Can... Well, I mean, I'm not paying. I want... Can I... Can I... Cast? Think about this very carefully for a second. <laughs> She's the queen of the fairies, and you're level five. Can I'm I sorry, my character doesn't have brain She's cells. She's a queen though. of the quarter of the fairies. 
she I? doesn't know that. <laughs> can I cast friends? Oh, you can try. <laughs> it's let me just pull up the spell real quick. Give me a sec. Load faster. I believe it's a saving throw. Give me a I believe it is too. I I think it's an uh, a wisdom save. I believe so as well. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Load faster. Load faster. Load faster. Friends, and it is for a minute, and it is open, please. Uh, for the duration, you have vanished on charisma checks directed at one creature of your choice that is in hostile and fill in. Oh, it's just, it happens. Oh, it just happens? It just happens. Oh, well, if it just happens, then sure. Uh, hi, babe. You look so good today. Um, oh, to cry. It's so good to see you. I'm so pleased that you were able to join us today. Yeah, so like, listen, bestie, that's my henchman. And he just like totally broke his contract by like pledging <gasps> himself to you. How could you, Darbo? No more We're wine for you. International Mustard seed moth and and peach no, blossom. No. Take it away. I need the and double. It's supposed, to, it's supposed to supersede all planar boundaries. Oh, I'm I terribly sorry. This villain has done such a terrible thing. And these little sprites come and like grab <laughs> Dar- the wine out of Dar- your Dar- hand. Darbo yells and points <laughs> and she's like, I learned it from him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's just I so, cannot, he says such nasty things. I cannot even begin to fathom how ungrateful a servant you have. Take him away. Take him out of my sight. We will. We're going to go that way. I was wanting the, uh, you ruined it. I was going to get two. <laughs> and push him out of the scene. Welcome drags, back. He drags his four inch heels. <laughs> you guys exit that corner of the, uh, the spinning stage uh, and are back kind of in the the hallway, forest hallway um, to the clearing and the stage is still spinning. So you see Titania and her glorious wine just slowly spin away from you. Maybe we should like make a plan before we go in and start um, messing everything up. I'm going to wait till she pulls out another glass and then do it again. That is a, a fake queen. I would really recommend you not. Nolad's just gonna go towards the yellow flowers. Gorgeous. So you enter I'll the. Oh, amazing! Oh, amazing! So uh, the instant Nolad gets to the yellow flowers, they're gonna pick one and hand it to uh, either Darbo or. Um, Sorry, Ashley, how do you say your name again? Decry. Decry. The second um, Darbo sees that flower being handed over, he runs and jumps and tries to grab it. <laughs> okay, perfect. Taste it. Does it taste the same? Uh, Darbo eats it whole. <laughs> oh, yeah, it tastes the same. Can I have another one? I like the feeling of being handed flowers. It's like I did good. Sure. I pick another. <laughs> While you're in this circle, you just hear this king of the fairies, Oberon, just scolding this little puck, um, being like, 
How could you have done such a ridiculous thing? I told you, you had to put the flower droplets into the eyes of that guy, not that guy. Now they're all arguing about being in love about the wrong person. Puck, Robin Goodfellow, how could you make such a blunder? And this poor little fairy is just laughing like, it was an honest mistake, I swear. I swear. Bestie, don't be mad. <laughs> the whole time Nolad is like just sitting there watching them argue while picking flowers and just like handing them to Darbo. <laughs> is Darbo well, Darbo has a, he keeps eating them because he doesn't have enough hands to hold them. Um, <laughs> what, with a mouthful of flowers, he's like, Buck's a funny name. It was also in a musical I saw one time. Like a little imp man. Was I it? Think. He spits out some daffodil. He's like, yeah, and um, the shake, the shake one. I can't remember. Kosara. Yes. And Tempest. Yeah. Were you guys listening to Oberon? I was. Yes. He what flowers was he pointing to? What flowers and was he pointing? People pointing to. Pointed to? <laughs> well, he was pointing to the people arguing. Yeah. But is the flower that you have just consumed, Darbo, was that the one that he was pointing at? And should we be worried that you've now eaten it? There's more. Well, it was eye drops, I think. Let them eating it, so it's probably different. Yeah, yeah if flower. you were actually listening, it was something about eye drops. Like I'm going to find the most moist flower. <laughs> okay. That contains multiple eye drops worth of fluid. Oh yeah. I then um, ballet step over to the people bickering, and I'm going to go, Oh my god, hey besties! <laughs> but Demetrius, I love Lysander! No, Helena, you don't! You don't love besties, him! Besties, time I've out. seen this one! Time out, besties! <laughs> no you crying. acorn! You bead! What? You maypole! What? <laughs> there's there's just a whole lot going on there. Hey. The cry, I've seen this one. I saw it on the uh the big circle room with the guys. Oh, they this, don't with even the same plot you. though. Pardon? They just continue to argue. They don't acknowledge me. That is a fucking shame. <laughs> I which one is more angry? Oh, all of them are just as equally angry. They're all, like, okay. really upset. I cast friends on one. <laughs> okay. Um, you pick the shorter of the two girls, um, and she is uh, Hermia, and she's just like, I can't even, I can't even believe this. My, my, oh, wait, my most wait, it's not Lysander. Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, I'm confused. Sorry, I'm confused. I thought it was a couple bickering. No, no, no. no there's four there's people. four people. Mm -hmm. uh, this isn't okay. the king one. This is the the two and two. Got you. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, okay. did you wanna you wanna be talking to Oberon and Puck? No, 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 no. I wanted to go to the couples, and I'm oh, I yes. wanna. I'm just gonna cast friends on one of them and go. Oh my God! Hi, bestie. What's going on here? Who's supposed to be loving who? What's well, everyone saying? Well, I'm supposed to be in love with Lysander, and I am, but now Lysander's in love with Helena, and Demetrius is in love with Helena, even though he was in love with me, but nobody cares about me now, and, and Hermia 
is just left alone now, and Helena's just an absolute maypole. Hey, an hey, acorn. Okay, those are weird insults. Um, a bead. Oh, that one got worse. The cry, <laughs> I, I've seen this, this whole, like all of this in like a, a king's court, like a whole performance. It was like a summer daydream or something. So who am I supposed to make love? <laughs> I think the, the way those usually go, either everyone dies or like a couple die. And I don't remember I, which one this goes. I don't want to die. I just want to love Lysander. No, He's but that's, that's how this tragedy goes. You need to, when someone needs to die, you know? Nolad comes I, over. I, I don't think we're supposed to die. Nolad just... comes over and is just like, so um, I hear you got problems and uh, I've got the best spells ever. Like this, I've got the spell that could actually probably fix this. Let them all fall for me, and then they'll settle for each other, and then it'll be good. <laughs> but you know, if you want the spell, you gotta pay, and and you could submit it to your insurance if it covers it. But um, we we will deal with that know later. What you're talking about, but my father is a duke. Oh, so he has money. Great, so then I can definitely help. You pay me some money and um, I'll remove whatever is going on here. Well, I don't have any money on me. I ran away in such a hurry because me and Lysander were supposed to go over to his aunt's house to get married. Oh. We didn't prepare at all? Yeah, we ran away in a hurry. Stupid. I was going to be turned into a nun or killed. Fair I don't know enough, which one's worse. No. Babe, get it. I get it. You wanted <sighs> none of that. None of it. Absolutely. Okay. Did I see who Oberon was pointing to about, like, those two were supposed to be together and those two were supposed to be together? Uh, you... You just know that he said something about eye drops. That was the important thing. <sighs> then I'm gonna go, okay, bye, bestie, and I'm gonna go over to Oberon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna waddle along, because I don't really understand... Darbo is like trying to piece something together, but he's he's he never paid attention enough to like have the pieces. Okay, um, so you walk back over, and Oberon's still just like going at this other fairy so hard, and is like, "All I wanted you to do was drop these eye drop like the silver flowers. You were supposed to make them fall in love with that guy and that guy. Are supposed to be with this one and that one, and that's just so dumb." So now what you have to do, Puck, because your job to fix it is put the yellow flowers into their eyes. Just get them to go to sleep and then they'll wake up and everything will be fine. Just get the antidote and fix it. That's all I'm asking you to do. And this mischievous fairy is like, I go, I go over hill, over bale, over briar, over stream, and all I wish to do is serve. And then this little puck runs away with a, with four yellow flowers in hand. Is that the kind of henchman you want? The suck-up kind who just does the things, he runs away? You want the one with the passion? <laughs> the one who will give you insightful energies that will let you become the supervillain you want to be. I listen, I want to make the world a place I want to rule. That includes recycling. And... I think it's just important that we get- I need to get out of here to do that. So Oberon's just standing there with his hand on his forehead like the incompetence of my underlings. 
Hey, bestie! <laughs> Who are you and why are you in my kingdom? We're just trying to fix what that little idiot did, you know? It's causing oh. real chaos. I not an idiot, but the not flowers you. are causing chaos in my body. Sorry. <laughs> I was not talking. It was not everything's about the other. We would the, oh, the other you. the other one. <laughs> the daffodils are coming up. I will be back. <laughs> Bottles off. You're not supposed to eat them. You're supposed to put them in your eye. I What's know. Wrong that's with him? now. What are you saying? The paint okay. tasted good. It was the same color. Right. <laughs> Well, who are you and why are you here? That's unimportant. <laughs> We're just trying to help you. <laughs> well, if you want to fix your own issues, go to sleep. That usually works. <laughs> Charbo shoves his, his yellow paste into his eyes. You instantly go to sleep. <laughs> You're having the best sleep of your life. He's like, while he's sleeping, he's like, like sleep chewing on the daffodil paste in his hands. It's so good. Oh, messy boy. Messy, messy boy. And you guys just see this like little Darbo just like fall to the ground, sleeping so, so beautifully. And you see the little Z's like come out of his, <laughs> his little head with the cute little dream cloud. Alright, so he's asleep. What do we do now? Are we all going to sleep? Oh. Mm. Seems that's the only direction that we've been given, so... Hey guys! I went and go grabbed some paste and I'm coming back and that's why I replied. Hey besties! And I'm gonna... <laughs> people's face. <laughs> oh? Okay. Can't Who did you do? dodge it so they can eat everybody's dreams and then go to sleep? No, bad! <laughs> What if magic can't put me to sleep? <laughs> it does now. Okay, it does now. Insomnia. This is technically not magic. Okay, just check it. It's flower power. Flower yeah, power. exactly. I know it's not supposed to put me to sleep. Either. Yeah. All right, guess we're I all going to sleep. Because we're like willing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. So we that. all get smacked in the face with flower paste. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to sleep until that fucking gremlin is. <laughs> <laughs> You're the gremlin. What? No. Okay, we're both gremlins. I am the cry. Alright, anyways. I'm going to sleep. Good night. I try to put it on your face. <laughs> I just... <laughs> what did I, you say? I, I, I just leaned out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you can reach. Oh, I'm fucking tall. I'm fucking Wait, how tall are you? I'm seven feet tall. Oh, you're seven feet? Oh, wow. Okay. He's fucking I kneel. I'm like, boop, boop. Oh my god. Okay, do you guys put the flower in your eyes? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. amazing. You all go to sleep. You have the most wonderful dream of a crazy play where somebody stabs themselves multiple times with a wooden sword and say, now am I dead? Now am I fled? My soul is in the sky. And now I die. And then you wake up. And you wake up back in the same gray brick room. The candle is now 
full and is glowing brightly. You smell something delicious, like a fre fresh baked good fills the room now. And uh, you can see very clearly, because the candle is so bright this time, written on the wall in red paint. Questionable <laughs> red paint. You, sir. You, sir. How about a shave? You know I have to, Sam. You know I have to do this now, right? Do it. I lick the paint. <laughs> I also lick the paint. Yeah, that was the this first instinct when you hear the smell. <laughs> this one tastes like copper. I just don't understand how you're all so willing to just lick walls and eat flowers without knowing what they are. How are you going to find out what something is if you don't taste it? Well, you have a lot other of senses. Ways, I assure you. It's one of the five how ways. How are you alive? Tasting. I, tasted, um, I tasted the good things and I found Darbo, out they were good. Darbo's not really alive. Don't tell them that. We will. Ex oh. No, I... I got killed. You're you know how dead? it is. I was thrown off of a party barge. Well, I fell off. I do um, love ghosts. Like undead? Undead are like really cool. Oh, undead. Yeah. No. I, I don't like them like, when they're ghosts. I don't like the pale eyes and the skin decomposing. Um, I don't like the skin decomposing. They have a special lotion they make me, and that's um, that the cry gives me, and it makes me uh, pretty again. That is why Darbo work for my daddies. Yeah, after because I when I fell in the ocean, I was met by a patron, and I I pledged my soul to them. Um, but then I didn't really do anything, so he kind of dropped me. So I had to uh, had to find new management, so to speak, which was uh, this guy's dads, many of them. Hmm. One that day I will fine. be his dad. What? When I climb the corporate ladder and I become <laughs> your boss. No, that is... What? I go blow out the candle. <laughs> you blow out the candle? It doesn't blow out. Oh, oh, shit. I go towards the smells. The smell is just in the room. Like, it is just full. It smells like really fresh baked pies. Is there anything else in here to get me out of this conversation? <laughs> Darbo, Darbo yeah. licks the candle. Darbo if licks you... the candle. No. Oh, you get burned. You take but no, the, three not, I meant I meant the wax. Damage. I meant the wax. But okay. <laughs> he gets he gets a little damage. flame. Is the wax on the candle melting this time? When yeah. I lick it, does I mean, it melt? Like, it it's like kind of melty, but it's not like melting very quickly. But it it's quite. Like it, it, like it's a real candle. It just wouldn't blow out. What's wanna, in the room? Do you want to reread the wall? Sure. You, sir. You, sir. How about a shave? Um, I don't grow facial hair, but Darbo does. Darbo needs shave. No. I just pull a knife out of my boot and no, just like no, time no, for a shave. No. Yes. Yeah. He, hey, he, he hey, runs hey, out to his side of the room and. and Huddles yes. his body over his beard. Kasara, why don't why don't you do something useful and actually try to uh, cut the candle? Yeah, ah, I guess I could do that. <laughs> you try uh, to cut the candle. Yeah. Um, you try to cut the candle, but the wax is so thick, like it just won't. It just won't go. Like it's so thick, you're like oh, you like I try, and it just feels like you're hitting like metal. 
This is huh. one well, tough candle. Work. I'm not sure what to do here. It would normally would not be this difficult. My, here, here's my fear. The writing is in red, and so is my beard. And I, I am scared for my future. <laughs> I mean, you could look dashing without it. I, I can't really speak from experience, I, but... Uh, I don't like my chin. Darbo's gonna slowly walk over the knife <laughs> and then just like take off like half an inch of his beard, like a couple hairs. <laughs> you cut off a little bit of Darbo's beard, um, specifically the braid. Specifically the braid. <laughs> no, I, it's like three hairs at the very bottom that are like a quarter of an inch long. Amazing. Like he, he is trying to take off the absolute minimum possible. Beautiful. Can I try and cut off his braid? You can roll opposing strength checks. <laughs> I will turn the knife towards you, sir. <laughs> oh, this should be good. Opposing strength checks. Fight, fight, fight. Fight, fight. I wish fight. I had popcorn. That's a or that coffee. Oh. I got a uh, five. Who, who oh, needs yeah. a show? Your braid is gone. <laughs> no. Decry was able to overpower you with the knife and, and was able to slice off your braid, the braid in your beard. Um, so after you've cut off Darvo's braided beard, um, you turn around um, and you see that the room has opened up and there is a cobblestone street with two buildings made out of old brick. One is on a platform about five feet above a rickety looking wooden staircase. Neither one of them has a fourth wall so you can see inside perfectly in the lower building you can see a woman pulling out a fresh pie out of a stone oven she takes it over to a table and starts to cut into it and when she breaks the crust you can see a suspicious pastry um <laughs> that there is a lot of very thick red gravy oozing out of it. She seems to be enjoying this meat pie very much. In the upper building, you can see a human man's figure from behind standing in front of a chair. Uh, you hear a sudden gasp. <gasps> And the chair is tilted forward, and a figure falls through the floor somewhere that you can't see, but you do hear a sharp thud. There's um, thick red liquid pooling on the floor in front of the chair, and the man turns around, uh, cleaning a dripping old silver shaving blade. Um, and his face and white apron are sprayed with blood. Taking a long glimpse, you can see that both of these people's eyes are so deep black that you can't distinguish pupil from iris. I've got a spell for that. You guys want to pay me $300? I can bring that one back. <laughs> Do you have a spell for wine? Because I don't see any in this one. You know what? I wish I did. Because I would use it to get myself that cup of coffee I'm missing. Um, I'll get back to you. Anyways, I'm gonna go over to the meat pie lady. Okay, you walk over to the meat pie lady, and she is just devouring this thing. She's just, like, eating with gusto. And she turns uh, to face you. Who's, and she... who's gusto? Sorry. <laughs> gusto. <laughs> so sorry. He's in the pie. <laughs> oh, he no. is in the pie. Gusto, Gusto is in the pie. <laughs> um, so she turns over to you when you walk up and she says, Oh, are you here for one of the special pies? We've just got some 
vicar that's been freshly uh, slaughtered. Can I try the priest? Absolutely. Though I would much recommend grosser. It's a little bit more green. Ooh. But I don't like low class. <laughs> but I would definitely not recommend actor. It always arrives overdone. Mm. Understood. We're both on the same page about what we're talking about here, right? Oh, yes. But we have politicians. They're so oily, we always have to serve them with a doily. Hmm. So you know, cool. oil's, oil's not good for uh, for the veins. Maybe something a little bit more uh, lean. <gasps> yes, we do have um, a Royal Marine. That sounds about right. Yes. We do have some royal marine, although it always tastes as though it's been overseas. Tastes yeah. of whatever it ca- wherever it came from. You know, I'm not opposed to uh, usually seafood taste, so sure, why not? Oh, fantastic. I'll grab you one right now. And she gets up and she goes over to the stone oven again and she just pulls out this beautiful pie and she hands it over to you. She says, this one's on the house. Oh, mighty kind of you. Thank you. Of course. Please enjoy it with me. I also have some brandy, if you would like. It goes down a lot easier. Yep. Yes, yes, please. Would you ever serve barber? (gasps) Never. We do not serve barber in this establishment. Okay. I'm going to go upstairs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do do you actually happen to have some coffee? I've been really craving it all night. I don't think I know what coffee is. Hmm. Is the bean juice? It's not coffee. quite in my my you time squish period. The bean. <laughs> not quite in my time period. We don't even have chocolate yet. Unfortunate. Brandy will do. I know. Okay. She comes over and she has little brandy glasses that she fills and she gives them to you guys. Uh, I'm just gonna like sip the brandy. Are you um are you a performer like are you an actor? What? Are you an actor? Like are you a performer? Wh- no, I sell meat pies. I have a lovely little shop. And how long have you been doing that? A very long time. I think I'm at least 40, so probably about 20 years. They used to be the worst pies in London. But now that I've partnered up with Mr. Todd, they are the best pies in London. Mr. Todd? Yes. Who is he? Oh, he's the barber. The barber. What sort of partnership would someone have who's making pies have with a barber? Oh, well, we just share a building, of course. Uh Uh-uh. Can he reattach a beard? Is that that within his skill set? No, no, darling. He takes the beards off. But can he, like, tie it back on with, like, extra hair he has? Oh, we don't keep the extra hair. What do you do with it? We incinerate it. What does that smell like? Oh, very bad. We have to yeah, ex- we have to get extra baked goods to overcompensate 
There's this one crazy lady. She always hangs around. She's crazy for reasons we don't need to get into. But she always hangs around and she's just the worst. I always have to get our little servant boy to shoo her away. As I go upstairs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you leave to go upstairs and you see this man. I'm no, I'm, as I'm going up the stairs, I'm casting invisibility on myself. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, you cast invisibility. Um, and you go up the stairs and you see that the chair hasn't been repositioned yet. So uh, you can see down into this pit. And it looks only about, like, for how loud and long that noise took um, of the dropping figure, it looks really shallow. Like, only about, like, maybe 10 feet tall. Um, relatively to, like, yeah, how, how long the drop took before you heard the thud. Um, so it's quite a, quite a tight build, a little, um, shoot. Mm -hmm. And, um, you just see this man just, like, cleaning up and treating these shaving razors with, like, the most care and delicately placing them back in this beautiful box and just, like, being so deliberate and careful and conscientious about how he's treating this material. Can I push him in the hole? <laughs> yeah, you can roll a strength check. Just run in and kick him with both feet. Just can send I him get flying. Because he doesn't see me? <laughs> sure. Yay! Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, it's like a sneak oh. attack. Is this... Okay, it's 17... <laughs> Yeah, 17 will do it. I just want to... And as soon as I attack him, my invisibility drops. So I want the last thing he see... It's a, I want the last thing for him to see is to cry. And I, like, pose and I pop my hip out. <laughs> two, two middle fingers right down with his tongue sticking out. He falls down this hole um, and he looks up at you with the most vicious, angry face. Um... And he's just glaring and looking up at you. I take and he's one of just, his knives. He stands there <laughs> and he's just glaring at you. What do you stands? Did you not hit the ground? Yeah, he hit the ground, but he stands up. Oh. I take one of his knives and I go downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> you don't throw them at him. Like, just start checking knives at him. No, they're mine now. All right. Yeah, I'm just like slowly picking at him. Like this, this is actually pretty nice. I gotta admit. Oh, it's so delicious. It's it's got it's got so many good like herbs and spices and stuff in it. Like, Kai, this is the most delicious thing you've ever had. Amazing. Can I roll an investigation while I'm looking at this at this big old pie? Yeah, what are you trying to figure out? Just like what's in it. Like what's What what kind of pie is it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is it the pie of a shepherd or is it a shepherd in a pie? <laughs> what did you get um, for your roll? An eleven. You got an eleven? Yeah. It's uh indistinguishable meat. Something. What else are you guys doing? Um are there any other actors on this stage? Nope. There's just uh and you kinda like saw the glimpse of a figure on the floor um when you pushed Mr. Todd into the hole. Um but there's just that figure, and there is uh, Mr. Todd, who's angry down in the hole now, and uh, <laughs> Mrs. Lovett. 
Oh my god, hi, Mrs. Lovett. I didn't see the barber upstairs. What? Yeah, he's like not there. What are you, what are you talking about? I heard about? a thud. Yes, that's thud. normal. That's very normal. Yeah, I went up there. There was a hole in the floor and there was no one there. Yeah, there is a hole in the floor, but that's only to get rid of the hair, of course. Yeah, but like, there's no one there. I huh. thought you said you burned the hair. Yes, we have yeah. a, a furnace in the basement to burn the hair, but the hair goes down into the hole first. Are you sure you just didn't miss him? Like, you're pretty tall and he might have been, you know, No, short. it's there's like no one there. That's maybe very he fell odd. in the hole. If there's, I mean, if there's a big <gasps> hole. Yeah, that's maybe not he fell in the hole. Look. We should Absolutely. definitely go check. Let's, he might be we hurt. Should, we should do that right now. Um, and she kind of like, oh. <laughs> all right. She kind of picks up her skirt and like hurries like like the like quick tiny steps of her heels and her little skirt is being held up so she can go fast. Um, and she ascends the stairs and looks around and she looks into the hole and sees Mr. Todd. I push her. Uh, yeah, you do. And she, <laughs> and she just looks at you so angry as she falls. Darbo claps both, gleefully. <laughs> they're both just glaring up at you now. Darbo looks around the room and then sees the, the razors and starts checking them down. Oh, yeah, they're beautiful. They're like pure silver. Not anymore. Impure. As Impure it silver. bends and warps in the ground. Okay. Can can I actually take one of the razors? Like, I, if if it's like beautiful and like pure silver, I'd actually like to just you know pop like it have in. one. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. I want Did like I the prettiest the one. There's like a a pack of like seven. Like they're beautiful. Oh my god! Perfect pocketing. Souvenirs for all of us. Yeah, I got it, guys. Um, yeah. Well, um, I'll I'll hold on to these. We'll distribute them later. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sure. I, uh, solve it? I yeah. climb up on the chair and with a razor in hand while the cry is distracted, cut off a good chunk of their hair. <gasps> oh, <laughs> yeah, you do. My long, beautiful hair. How does it feel? I mean, like really, you're going to get fired. I, I mean, you kind of have that coming. Couples counseling. couples counseling would be such a good idea for them. Yeah. I have a good therapist. I can recommend them to you. What about what about no lead? How much do you charge <laughs> on average per hour? Is no lead even a licensed therapist? I think no lead has a doctorate and is abusing the system. <laughs> How dare you? I do not abuse anything. I am offering services at a fair trade. That is a nasty thing to say. Uh, Nolad is going to jump down the hole. <gasps> you jumped down wait. the hole. What are you doing? <laughs> They're and, so angry. Uh, they try to attack you. I try to jump on top of one of them. We're going to roll initiative. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I try to land on top of the man because he, he looks scarier. Oh. I'll just Bye. climb on the ceiling of the hole. Oh my god. That's uh, so, uh, Rolling initiative? I rolled a... I rolled 19 plus something to jump on this man. 
Oh, okay, yeah, you can tackle him to the floor. So he'll be prone for the first round, um, but we are doing initiative. And as you enter into the basement, you see an enormous furnace that is burning brightly. And you can see that the door is left precariously open. Okay, well, I got a 19 for initiative. Beautiful. Uh, Max, what's your roll? That is going to be a 14. Okay, so we'll do Kai and then Ashley. Oh, wait, no, sorry. 14? Yeah, so Ashley and then Max and then uh, the duo and then um, Jupiter. Kai? All right. Uh, So... First and foremost, um, I would like to use my bonus action to summon my spiritual weapon. Beautiful, do it. It's a giant golden gavel. <laughs> For anyone who is interested in what it looks like. Um, Objection. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, exactly. Objection. Because um, I am the one in charge here and I call the shots. Anyways, uh, and then I would like to um, cast Hold Person on uh, Todd. Beautiful. So it Um, is a wisdom saving throw. Gotcha. (laughs) Well, probably good for you. That's a 10. Yeah, it's a 13, so he is stuck. Oh, he's stuck. He is He's stuck, stuck while I'm sitting on him, too, which is bad for him. Yeah. Um, and then I'm just going to turn to uh, Mrs. Lovett and just be like, both of you are going to burn for what you've done. And I will take, well, maybe not great pleasure, but it'll be interesting to watch. And she just kind of like... Mr. Todd, I'm so displeased. I could... What about our cottage by the sea? And uh, that... Yeah, that's my turn. Beautiful. Ashley? Oh my god, this is so funny. Talking about fire, I guess. Uh, fireball. <laughs> Do you? Uh, <laughs> I don't care Because I am on one of them. I am sitting on one of them. Then I am casting... Fire bolt to keep the theme. Beautiful. At Mrs. Lovett, and I go, You don't know what love is. <laughs> love is formed in a test tube, not a pie. There <laughs> 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 go, fire bolt. Beautiful. Uh, you oh, roll to hit? Yeah. That's a uh, 21. Oh, well, yeah. And then my damage. That's going to be six points of damage. Glorious. And now Max. Oh, or Ashley, or you. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's my turn. Beautiful. Max. Alright, um, the lady is still prone, yes? Uh, no, the lady was never prone. Oh, okay. Um, it's just Mr. Todd you're sitting on. Gotcha. I 
Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I got vicious mockery confused with uh, with Tasha's hideous laughter. All gotcha. good. Um, <clears throat> in that case, I am going to, while continuing to uh, to sit on the barber, um, cast dissonant whispers, <gasps> which is a wisdom save. Very well. No, I'm not even gonna bother. My dice are rolling really badly today. So right, that's good for you guys. That was a 7. 3d6. So that's 15. And then uh, do I add my spell attack modifier to disengage? I think you do. I, I imagine I do because that's one of my only combat spells. Um, I, I will just assume that I do. And that is then a 15 plus 8. So that's a 23. Okay. Um, and... and because it's dissonant whispers, she just hears Levitt or hey, it's you're dead. And then um, <laughs> I'm gonna force her to. It, she must use her reaction to run away. Okay. So she, I'm gonna try to angle myself. Well, actually, I'm sitting on the guy, so hopefully angled so she's running towards the fire. But really, wherever she would be running away from me. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She gets like really, really close to the fire. She's like five feet away from um, the furnace opening. And that's, my turn. that's the end of your turn. Amazing. Mr. Todd is going to try to do um, a uh, try to get out of the holding. So that's a strength. Uh, no, it's a wisdom. It's a wisdom. Nope. It's an eight. He's oh. just gonna. He's just gonna lie there. Darbo fully believes it's him that's holding him down. He does not accept <laughs> it. <it's someone else. laughs> Amazing. And Mrs. Lovett. Uh, so where are you guys positioned right now? Kind of. So this room is about twenty feet wide. Um, the furnace is kind of over in the corner. Uh, or sorry, in the the closer to the back of the wall. There's like a five foot square in between the wall and the furnace. Um, and the opening is about 15 feet from the furnace itself, or from the back of the wall. Um, so, uh, Mr. Todd's, like, right under, so Darbo's about 15 feet away, and where's everybody else situated? I'm on a man. Um, and then Kai and Jupiter and Ashley, where are you guys positioned? I would have been, like, I dropped down right in front of uh, Mrs. Lovett, so. Got it. I probably would have been right over by Mr. Todd. I'm 30 feet away from um, Mrs. Lovett. Okay. So, let's do that Mrs. Lovett uh, uses her movement to step over to Kai um, so, no lad. And she manifests a gigantic cleaver, uh, a cooking cleaver. And she takes uh, two swings at you. All right, let's go. And one of them is a 14. Nope. Which is not going to hit you. And then the other one absolutely doesn't hit you. So she's just going to stand there having like swung these meat cleavers at you. Um, and 
now she's then about, I guess, ten feet away from the furnace. Okay. Yeah, and that's her turn. And Jupiter. Um, I want to go up to Mrs. Lovett and take a swing at her with a dagger. All right. Are you trying to, like, push her backwards as you swing with the dagger? Yeah, might as well. Okay. Amazing. So you you can do that. That sucks. Uh, ten. <laughs> oh, not quite. Very um, close, but not quite. And then, uh, with two weapon fighting, I want to go at her with my second dagger. Okay. Be better this time. Ah, oh, there we go. Uh, that's gonna be twenty-one. Oh, yeah, beautiful. Okay. You take a slash at her, and you push uh, your dagger... Uh, so she stumbles back and she falls back into the furnace and you can hear horrible wailing as she just instantaneously disintegrates. Well, that was easier than I thought it would be. <laughs> and then I turn towards, uh, um, just kind of turn around towards uh, Mr. Todd. If you want to throw him in too, I can move. I don't want to be on fire. Yeah, that was kind of the idea. Well, Mr. Todd, time to uh, visit your customers. <laughs> he just is glaring at you. Most barbers like talking, but you're different. He's giving you the death <laughs> eyes. I'm not like other barbers. <laughs> I'll reattach your beard no matter what they say. What if we all just did it together? <laughs> I mean, you know what? You totally can. He's being held... So I would say if you guys want to all collectively use your turn to yeah. <laughs> to just we... carry him in, just roll him over. <laughs> yeah. The oh, I was I was just gonna use my my gavel to just boot him in. Just just golf ball. Yeah. You know what? I love it. Yes, you drag him over. Collectively drag him over. You stand him up, and then Kai, go for, take it away. <laughs> okay, so uh, my nice giant golden gavel just kind of takes a, a dip as it, it loads itself and then just swings down and uh, basically like puts him in. And then uh, Nolad <laughs> is just going to slam the door closed and lock it and just be like, well, beautiful. Uh, that worked perfectly. Exactly how yeah. I planned it. Definitely. <laughs> he instantaneously he disintegrates. Yeah. Beautiful work, everybody. Beautiful work. And the room is then engulfed in flames. You don't feel <gasps> any you don't feel any heat. The room is just consumed by fire. And then you emerge from the flames back in the stone room. There are green torches hanging on the wall in a sickly green light. And you can see written on the wall in the same kind of almost um, like neon green uh, it's showtime Darbo sniffs the room uh, it just it doesn't smell like anything in Darbo particular sniffs the, lanterns, the green the green lanterns they just smell like 
oil burning lantern kind of things. Other than the lanterns, is there anything different about the room? Nope. Just the words on the wall, and there's no uh, table or candle. It's just the torches on the wall. Bow, 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 bow. Waltz <laughs> begging your brains. Excuse me. Sorry, Sorry to barge in. Now let's skip the tears and start on the whole. You know. You know. Be a dead thing. thing. You're doomed. Oh, I'm going to do an enthralling performance. Okay. Which is to say, I'm going to charge my performance with seductive fey magic. Mm-hmm. I'm reading from the description. This is not my, my headcanon. So I perform for at least a minute, and you can attempt to inspire wonder in your audience by singing, reciting a poem, and dancing. He'll be singing and dancing. Huh. Uh, at the end, you can choose a number, and uh, and they idolize me and speak glowingly about me and hinder anyone from hurting me and it. fight for me. So you you saw the words on the wall, but did anybody speak the words, or did they just read it internally? I'll go, I'll go, it's showtime? Oh, beautiful. So, Darbo, you you start to gear up for your performance, um, but as Decry starts to say, it's showtime, um, you are all spun very fast like a hurricane and end up in the living room of an old house. It has a I'm very. I'm still dancing. Oh yeah, you're still dancing. Uh, <laughs> it has a very gray kind of color palette with accents of green and purple lights coming from no discernible source, splashing the walls. Deeper into the house, you hear a faint music. Work all night on a drink of rum, uh, and you hear uh, that coming from what you would consider to be the dining room area. Can we go uh, to the dining room? Double-hearing <laughs> audience immediately books it to the room with an audience. Oh, oh beautiful. Right? So when you go deeper into there, you see that there are five people dressed in very fancy party clothes, uh, dinner party clothes, all dressed, oh, sorry, all dancing around the table, and the shrimp in the cocktail dances, uh, the shrimp in the cocktail glasses are dancing around the rim. Quite a party in here. What the heck did I take? <laughs> Whatever it is, I want more. I'm going to continue my enthralling performance in front of this new audience. I love for it. For at least a minute. It was probably that pie. You try to interact with these people, yeah. but they can't see or hear you because they themselves are not strange and unusual. <gasps> oh my god. I'm fucking dead. <laughs> Wait, do, do they not see my dancing? My beautiful, sensual dancing? No, they're just dancing around the table with the shrimp. Darbo's heart f- falls out of his body. <laughs> Where no, is... he's sad. Is there someone in here? Someone strange and unusual who can see me? <laughs> I'm vanished like a cloud of dirty hipster face. <laughs> <laughs> I Nobody love this so much. said life's fair. <laughs> they will never see. Continue. You do see. No, thank you so much. I love that you're enjoying. This was my favorite one. This was the one. Um. So you see on uh one of the corners of the room that there is a staircase leading up into an unknown area. Hey, guys, I don't think they see us. Do we want to go to the upstairs? 
I grab a cocktail glass with a shrimp that's dancing in it, and then I walk upstairs. <laughs> oh yeah, the shrimp is still dancing. I am happy. Can I try to push one of the people as we go by them? <laughs> yeah, 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 do it. I, I, I attempt to, to push one of them. Oh no, you can just do it. You oh, do push it. one of them, and they kind of get jolted out of their dancing, and they're like, what the hell was that? And then just go back to their, like, hey, me say day, oh. They like come, come and they won't go home. <laughs> well, yeah, they just they can't going. see us, but we can touch them. So we're here. They just can't see us. Are we invisible? Can you see me? I see you. Uh, I see you. You're so pretty. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome, bestie. So you said stairs? There's stairs somewhere. Stairs go upstairs. Let's go upstairs. Upstairs. You go upstairs and you emerge into an attic. And there is a woman and a man standing there. And as you enter, you hear the woman exclaim, I don't even like pottery. <laughs> well, I mean, why would you? It's Humble quite kombucha. a boring hobby. <laughs> that tasted like armpit. Armpit. <laughs> Oh my god, why don't you like pottery? It's like such a good pastime. <gasps> no, it's, Who it's, are it's, you? it's a little boring. They both kind of are like, this is scarier than our political climate. A captive audience? And he starts doing his dance again. <laughs> oh. It they, takes at least a minute, so he's just going. They, they, they start clapping for you. They're like, oh wow. A dancing demon. No, something isn't right there. Uh, and they're vo they're very pleased uh, with your. Hey, it looks like there's unused aluminum siding. Why haven't you used it? Oh, we're not aluminum siding people. <laughs> uh, the man says. Um, once I'm finished my dance, they idolize me and speak glowingly of me and hinder anyone that opposes me. Oh, absolutely! You're a you're a treat. Darbo, Darbo is sexy. Darbo is smart. Darbo is a graduate of Juilliard. He can help. We found him on yum. Our troubles all ended on the day that we befriended him. Every word is the truth. Darbo, 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 Darbo. Darbo sits in the nicest, biggest chair in the room and just looks giddy. It's a really nice big chair, but it's covered in sheets. Like paper sheets or like no like like fabric sheets okay. like okay. the ones that you put on old houses when you're trying to keep like the things not dusty dust covered sure yes hey besties the people downstairs like can't even like see us I know they're really awful we're trying to get them out of our house we did contact this one guy but he was a nightmare he's still on the roof still on the roof. Yeah, kind of a mess. My name is Barbara, by the way, and this is my husband, Adam. My name is Decry. It's so nice to meet you, Decry. We were just talking about how we really wanted to become scarier, but then we decided that it's probably better just to live peacefully with these people. How are you gonna do that? Oh, we made friends with their daughter, and she's just a delight, and we love her so much. So, and Lydia really does need us. 
So we're just Seven. gonna stay and and be friends with everyone. Is there a man on the roof still? Oh yeah. Oh, he's not gonna leave. He's really trying hard here, but <laughs> it's not working. Do you want us to help the man on the roof? Oh, I think you should probably get him to leave. We don't want him here. But he'll probably ask you to help him. Why? What is... Uh, for clarification, what's his name? Uh, I really don't want to say. It'll summon him. Is he like Beetle Drink? Uh, close. Can you say his name? Okay. What's Beetle Drink? Beetle Drink, Beetle Pretty, Drink. Oh, I don't want to say it three times. It's not... It's not... A, well, it has to be oh, spoken Oh, is this like what, what we were talking about earlier, where if you needed to summon me, you just say my name three times? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, are you... Oh, you're one of those as well? I mean, it was more of a joke, but sure. Mm. Well, good luck. You'll probably like him then. Uh, okay. To the roof. To the roof. Yeah, there's a little to ladder the uh, and like a <laughs> trap door. So you go up onto the roof and you hear this uh, this man singing, "You're invisible when you're me." And uh, he has green hair with black roots, so it's just the tips. And he's wearing a black and white striped suit. And he's sitting on the roof. And he just looks so sad and depressed. Hi. Hello. <gasps> you, you can see me? That means you can free me. Are you a beetle drink? Uh, close. Not quite. But I can't say it. How about a game of charades? Yes, let's play it. Okay, R two words. Skins? First, First word. And he Bug. like he like produces a swarm of insects that just start flying in your faces. Flies? Bugs? Locus? Mosquitoes? Sorry, Locus? bugs? Yes! Second word. And he just produces an assortment of beverages. There's a glass of wine. There's a glass of orange juice. There's a glass of <laughs> there's a bug glass wine. Of <laughs> bug drink. Beetle drink. Bug. You're so close. Come it's, on. It's obviously obviously bug. it's beetle drink. Bug beverage. That's the one. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> and I'll do you a favor if you do me a favor. Come on, you look like you could use a buddy. Don't you want it, pal? I mean, I kind of do. I kind of do. <laughs> no, you called me your bestie earlier. No, all you gotta do is say my name three times. It be spoken three times in a row, unbroken. <laughs> Bug beverage. <laughs> yes. Bug beverage. Yes. Bug. Oh, this is gonna be so good. Cause <laughs> you're so smart. <laughs> Thank you so much for indulging me. Um, <laughs> come on. Now all you gotta do is say my name three times, and you gotta marry me. Well, no. Whoa. I'm not. Whoa. And then I'll I'm just not about that no commitment life. Seven of my dads. Okay. No harm, no foul. There's you seven of them. Me, and then I will be able to immediately, indiscriminately kill my foes. No big deal. What do you say? Verbo is polyamorous. I can do this. Look, I'll take another ring. Add it to the collection. Yeah, like this one. So, Darbo, you're taking one for the team then? Look, if you got some money, I'll do anything for a price. 
I will do anything for the glamour and attention and ego boosting. Amazing. And if you have some wine, Darbo's in. Well, it's more of a green card thing, let me tell you. So, let's go downstairs. Are you saying you don't love me? I, of course I do. And he'll come up and give you a little kiss on the cheek. I give him a kiss on the lips. Oh, okay. It's a very <laughs> wet kiss. Like, he's being gross with it. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Darbo is too. Oh, yeah. Darbo's version of Senshua. No, I'm not going to get into it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then he, like, snaps his fingers, and you're wearing a gorgeous red wedding dress. Darbo flaunts it. He fucking, he fucking struts the walkway, even though there isn't any walkway. Nah. Darbo, you look beautiful. Thank you, sweetie. All right. We got to go downstairs by the fireplace so I can summon, invite all of our guests and the priest. Time to get itched, baby. I'm so glad you said yes to marrying this creepy old guy. Similar things have been said about me, so I understand. Oh, you're perfect. So you guys all head downstairs, and as you walk down, the room has been decorated in, like, just the most ridiculous, like, grimy, mossy, like, decaying flowers, and, like, the room stinks of, like, a graveyard. There's a really beautiful red carpet right in front of the fireplace, and standing right in front of the fireplace is this skeleton holding a Bible, um, but it's, like, like, spelled backwards. <laughs> it's, like, a backwards Bible. Um, because they're demons. The they can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here we go. Same, same. down to the my head. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, you guys start walking down the aisle, and Bug Beverage is just so pleased. Just like licks his hand and slicks back his hair. He's like so excited. Um, and every part of both of your guys' outfits is bedazzled in rhinestones. It is glorious. Hell yeah. <laughs> Material girl! <laughs> and as you walk down this aisle and get to the skeleton priest, this uh, sack of bones says, I now pronounce you. And then all of a sudden, a girl in a black dress riding a giant snake comes out of nowhere, and the snake eats bug beverage. Oh, oh. I scream. I scream <laughs> at the top of my lungs. Good. That was anticlimactic. <laughs> that was I, very I, unfortunate. I, uh, a, a powerful light emits from my very soul as I cast Hypnotic Pattern, uh, <laughs> which creates a 30-foot cube of... of Twisting patterns of colors and weaves uh, <laughs> that for every creature in the uh, in the area that sees it must make a wisdom saving throw or become charmed and incapacitated. Oh my god! Okay, that's that a lot us? of people. <laughs> my special day. My special day. <laughs> one of my a, a man only gets these, you know, one or two dozen times in his life. Oh my god! Darbo's on his one dozen. That's not going to be his worst one. Um. <laughs> okay. Um, that is, oh wow, these are actually rolling really, really well. So that is, uh, uh, 17, 18, 15, uh, and 14. 
and then wait so, uh one more uh and then nat 20. <laughs> mm. i'm pretty sure everyone of like i think everyone in the room i don't think it's just enemies or like we'll say no friendly fire for okay. that yeah just Sounds to because incapacitation is annoying yeah yeah um did any of those succeed or like did what was your what's your oh um my save dc is 16 so i don't think so okay so we're all they're all just like ha, 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 ha. um and this girl in a black dress pops off uh the snake and says i've come back home to adam burbadelia and dad it's messy but they're all that i had i'll make the best, <laughs> make of, the best being of being flesh and bone, and bone. mama i'm going home <laughs> um <Yeah. laughs> and she says um there was one thing that I wanted to hear when I got here. That beautiful sound, but you already did it. So I guess we're all done here. Thanks for the great time, guys. <laughs> and then, like, everybody starts floating and they start dancing to shake, 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 senora. <laughs> shake it all the time. I'm going to outdance them with another enthralling performance. But and he's he's like bawling this entire dance. Like he is <laughs> dancing his heart out, but he's also grieving intensely. And you screamed so aggressively and you are transported back into the gray room uh, with the bricks. And this time there are hundreds of candles scattered around the room. And ah. on the wall you see in all your fantasies <laughs> you always oh. knew that man and mystery were both, were both in you. Thank you. And in this labyrinth. <laughs> um, yes, and Darvo's just still crying and is like so upset at the loss of your almost husband. Darvo is still like <laughs> dancing his heart. There's no way, like his eyes are closed. He doesn't realize that we're gone and he's just dancing and gyrating incredibly gonna, like, like aggressively. Shake him like up. Darvo! <laughs> Darvo, come back! Take me back! <laughs> Take me back! You know, your spouses are considered under benefits with your contract. Since you married him, he's uh you can have added benefits, including, um, I, you know, we're still look. I want to kind of revamp this policy of like, um, um, spouse imprisonment. I don't know how ethical it is, but it is something in your clause. If you want to get them back. Huh? Huh? I'm, I'm confused. I didn't well, know we were at that. you your wedding day interrupted. Yes. Are you sad? Yes. Do you want your spouse? But I, I'm confused. There are five stages of grief, and bargaining isn't until the middle, but I'm still <laughs> at the start. Is it okay to skip those ones? <laughs> I haven't been in denial for very long. <laughs> so I can just go to bargain and then have it not be. Yeah, just just skip skip the other stuff. I would like my, my 12th spouse back. We... What? What? I have other spouses. I've lived a long and fruitful life. We can work on it. We'll have. There's going to have to be a lot of paperwork because there's twelve of them, and we're only prepared to give. Well, you no, I, the 30. others don't keep in touch, so oh. it's fine. Okay. 
You know, I can't approve of this. That's, that's just, that's, that's not why. Why what? Why, why do you have so many spouses that you don't even keep in touch with? Well, life doesn't Vegas? always go the way you think <laughs> it's going to go. First. And, and second, um, I, I really like weddings. That's fair. But at least keep in touch with the people you marry. Like, come on now. No, I try. They, they, um, they like their space. They've made that clear. So. <laughs> Someone can roll an investigation check. Me. 15 plus. What's oh my god. Best? Okay, 15 was the, was the, was the DC. <coughs> so. 19. Beautiful. Um, you see there is a white handprint on one of the walls. I high five it. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> you push it and it opens the door um, to go back upstairs. I, I high five to cry. <laughs> Beautiful. Crisp. He walks off. Gorgeous. So you walk back upstairs um, and you enter on the main stage. You are on the stage. The curtains are still um, being like m still mid rising uh, and there's smoke coming out of a trap door in the center of the room. There is a dramatic organ playing, and a man is being lifted through the center of the room. The curtain finishes rising. The audience begins to cheer, and when you look out, you can see black-cloaked black figures, and they have all their hands raised in reverence and summons. The phantom-like man looks your way and says, Your souls and voices will belong to me. My opera is almost complete. I'd like to I'm keep the my soul. Souls Thank here. you. Yeah. The organ is like, ding, 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 ding. I want to say, <laughs> I want to say to cry is a thousand percent soprano. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Darbo is bowing and just he doesn't care with the context he just recognizes the crowd and the orchestra and that he is on stage oh yes um, and everyone can make a constitution saving throw oh no uh -oh. my poor constitution 11 I got 15 17 Naturally constituted. Uh, 17 for me. Gorgeous. So, uh, sorry, and Ashley, what did you get? 11. Okay. <laughs> so then, uh, Decry and Darbo, you start to feel like your soul and your voice are being pulled from your body and into the hand of the phantom. You now have disadvantage on spell attack rolls. Just like that. And you yeah. may all roll initiative. Yeah! Oh gosh, okay. Woo! Let's do this. Ooh, 18. Uh, so it's Kai, Phantom, Ashley, Jupiter, Darbo. Murder is Okay. Good. We are ready. Ash, nope. Kai, you may take it away. All right, sounds good. Let's do this. Um, so, first and foremost, I would like to... Um, don't get... Can I yell out? Don't get too close! 
<laughs> yeah, but very weakly, your voice is starting to crack. Noted, thanks. Too close. I would like to first of all, uh let's let's summon summon my amazing spiritual weapon because we love it. Mm-hmm. Um as my bonus action. And then as my action, I cast slow on Mr. Phantom of the Opera. Alright. So that is, is a there wisdom a saving? saving. Yeah. Nineteen. Damn. All right. All right. Um, Kai, is that your turn? Uh, yeah, that is. That's going to be my turn. Beautiful. The phantom is going to walk up to you, Kai, and is going to do the highest soprano belt that you've ever heard. And you're going to have to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh... Nat 20. Oh, beautiful. Okay, so, so that kidding. does not affect you. But it is also going to take out a ghostly dagger, and it's going to try and slash at you. Oh, gosh. And it's not going to do anything. <laughs> it's just going to have... It's a swing and a miss, and then a swing and a miss, and then a swing and a miss. And it just... It just... He's he's very upset at a this. Fart, and then I miss. And then I fart. And then I miss. And then I fart. And then I miss again. Yeah. <laughs> so and wait, is he now in? Is he now in uh, Nolad's melee? Yes. yes. And then Ashley, it's your turn. It's my turn. I wanted to do fireball. Oh no. You can still um, do fireball. You could just not very successful, <laughs> but very dangerously. Uh, I am going to cast blindness. Okay. Is it an invocation spell? Like you speak to make the spell? It's verbal, yeah. Disadvantage. Disadvantage, son of a bitch. Okay, well, that was a... What's my... I gotta add my thing. Oh, my thing's really good that I add to it. That's a 17. <laughs> 17? Oh, no, wait. It's a con save. My bad. Oh. Okay, so advantage then on the save. Yeah, that's my bad. That is an 18. Fuck. Not blind. I'm fired and then I missed. <laughs> so did he. Oh, then I fired and I missed again. Ashley, is that your turn? It's my turn. A beautiful. Alright, Jupiter. Um, okay. The Phantom is in melee with someone, right? I thought I heard that. Yes, with uh with no lad. Okay, so I can get, I can get sneak attack, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to shoot him with my crossbow. Gorgeous. And just like pull it out from under my, my flowy cloak. God damn it. Uh, wait, do I get advantage if they're in melee or does that just mean that I get sneak attack? 
No, you sneak attack. Get... Just get sneak attack. Okay, it's only ten. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> uh, can, uh, can I got... use my bonus action to try to hide? Sure. Um, you can hide behind one of your colleagues. <laughs> Probably not Darbo though. Too small. Never mind. There's nothing to hide behind. I'll just be there. Not really. It's just kind of an empty stage. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Okay. Um, beautiful. So Max. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna try to cast suggestion on uh, the Phantom. Um, I'm just say no, no. Like, <laughs> no stop. It's supposed to just be an action, but the action is just to stop doing what he's doing. Okay. Um, and it is a wisdom saving throw. Okay, and you also have disadvantage. Um, Do I? Yes, because your voice is being stolen. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and wait, oh. would it be disadvantage because it's a wisdom save? So would they have advantage on the save? That's how I'm playing it right now. That's how I played it Got with Ashley's. Gotcha. Sounds good. Save. Um. Does a 15 save? Does not. Oh. Well, then you, you've suggested it to stop. I just, like, shake my head. I'm like, nah. 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 Yeah. You you just... It it kind of like, oh. Maybe no. Maybe reconsider your actions next time, buddy. Maybe. Um, Do I have my voice back after I've done this? Uh, not yet, but you will at your next turn. Sounds good. I'm just looking at him disappointed. Ah. Uh. I want him to really reconsider his actions. <laughs> Gorgeous. Uh, back to the top of the order, Kai. All right. Um, so he's right in front of me, yeah? Yep. Bet. Uh, let's just freaking wail on him with uh, my giant golden gavel. Gorgeous. Yeah, so, uh, oof. that is a, uh, gosh, what's 12 plus 5? 17. Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, and then it's a D8. Ooh, nope, that is actually the wrong one. I rolled a D10, D8. There we go. Uh, seven plus two, nine points nice. of damage. Nice. That's uh, that's my turn. Beautiful. And the phantom just looks over at Darbo and is like, "I won't attack you. I've reconsidered my decision. You can have your voice back. But you, because you didn't specify what you were telling him not to do. He's going to try to attack Kai." You just said no. Not to cry. Uh, so, uh, no lad, again, with the constitution saving throw, because he's going to scream in your face. Oh, God. Oh. Um, constitution? Yep. Eleven. Oh, nope. Nope. Screams in your face. Yup. <clears throat> and you take... <laughs> you take... Six points of thunder damage. 
he just like mm-hmm. screams in your face and the sound waves just go okay that's gonna take out the dagger again with the ghostly hand and he doesn't hit you all right nasty man just absolutely completely unfair but I've reconsidered my decisions in life and I'm going to ask that little dwarf to join my opera. <gasps> don't do this. Don't take this from me. I will perform on any stage. Oh, amazing. You shall be my next protege. Or you will be my protege. Oh, we can negotiate. You got too much praise. Let me get enough in, in adulthood so we can't <laughs> afford it. <laughs> And then, Ashley, it's your turn. <laughs> the scales were unbound. I cast Ray of Sickness. Get down with the sickness. On uh, the Phantom. All right. That's so. con save. Yes. No, that's a that's an 11. <gasps> Good. Okay. Yes. It's at level two, so it's gonna be eight plus. Oh, that's gonna be ten points of poison damage, and you're poisoned. Oh, amazing. You're vomiting. Bleh. <laughs> bleh, the spook. Bleh, 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 bleh. I love it. It's all sorts of sinister magics. <laughs> Uh, beautiful. And then Jupiter? I want to try to hit him with my crossbow again. <laughs> Maybe Do this it. time it'll work. Fourteen? No. Damn it. My dice did not like me tonight. The AC is fifteen, just so you know. Okay. Yeah, so close. Swinging a very close miss. Gorgeous. Max. Yes. All right. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to cast, I'm going to cast Calm Emotions. Okay. Um, which is a concentrate, or sorry, it's a charisma save. Okay. He's very high charisma. He is the Phantom of the Opera. Well, I have higher charisma. <laughs> it's a net twenty. <laughs> I try, I'm like, calm down, bro. <laughs> it's just like, calm down. I can't calm. I'm too passionate. Um, and then I, I really, I'm, I'm used to playing bards. I should really use my uh, bardic inspiration. So I'm gonna do mantle of inspiration, uh, which gives me a wondrous appearance. Just makes me even more fashionable. Uh, and then it gives me. Uh, Charisma mod number, uh, so it's five allies in 60 feet that can see me get five temporary HP and reaction up to its speed without provoking attack of opportunity. Oh, beautiful. There you go. So five temporary HP and then, uh, reaction up to speed for movement. Um, and yeah, that's the end of my turn. Nice. All right, Ren. Hello, hello. Um, Ashley, did you already use your verdict inspiration or no? No, I forgot about it. Fair enough. Okay. Make sure to use it on your next turn. So I can give Is someone it a D- else. It's a D6, right? D8. D8, okay. Okay. Um, I would like to do um, a wonderful... 
Let's do another thing of shatter at third level before I don't have anything else for third level. So another con save. Yeah, for sure. Please. Nope. <laughs> you got it. I got it? Full damage? Yeah, you got full damage. Yo! That was a two. Um, that was a two. 26. Nothing can save this. Oh, yeah, he's dead. Wonderful. Oh, yeah. My boss! <laughs> I am your boss. <laughs> you are now. You weren't a moment ago. Uh, Was under new management. As you defeat the phantom, he like falls to the ground so slowly and dramatically and sings the phantom of the opera has died. And then he just disappears. Um, and the world shifts around you and you find yourselves standing on top of the rubble of a very old theater. It was torn down months ago, but the siren song of the opera lulled you into the dark embrace and you are left there in the rainy night, feeling both triumphant and empty after your incredible opulent opera adventure. I scream Sebastian into the night sky. <laughs> the man who brought us in and offered us drinks. Never never gave them. <laughs> and that is where we're going to end it. Thank you all so much for listening to this spooky Halloween special. And thank you for being our DM. Yeah. yeah. Thank, thank you, Sam. Sam. That was so much fun.